Assalamualaikum, everyone. Uh, this is the First Time Muslima podcast. This is our second episode. Um, we are your hosts, Lana and Kulsum. So um, just to give you guys a little bit of a brief um, look into what First Time Muslima is, uh, we are an organization run by women for women, um, specifically Muslim women, and our aim is to educate the Muslim women of today inspire and motivate them to step into all their roles so that they can learn how to be a versatile Muslimah. Um, I'm your host, Lana Imad, and I have a bachelor's degree in molecular biology as well as a master's degree in biochemistry from the University of Guelph. So I'm a scientist by profession. However, I'm also um, a da'ya, alhamdulillah, I try to be at least, and I'm currently doing my Sharia studies at Mishkat University trying to accomplish a bachelor's degree um, in Kusum. All right, thank you so much for that intro, lovely lady. Um, so my name is Kulsum, and I'm super excited to be, you know, speaking to you ladies again. So I'm a life coach and a counselor, and I work mainly with Muslim women around the globe. Um, I'm also a teacher at I3 Institute, and I also attend Michigan University. I'm a few courses away from getting my associates in Islamic studies. I'm also an author of a book, which, um, you know, the topic for today, I do talk about a lot in that book. So I am super excited to talk about it, inshallah. And other than that, I love um, just connecting with women and, and talking to women because I realize the more and more you talk to women around the world, our problems and struggles are so similar. And I think we really need to start helping each other and uplift each other. Uh, and really help each other, um, you know, strive to be a better Muslimah, inshallah. So, uh, yeah, super excited to be here. Thank you for your intro, Kusum. Um, I just want to say I love her book. I remember when I was there at the book launch, actually, and I got the book. Um, it was really inspiring. It's really motivating. I think it's really um, an emotional book, and I can just feel what you wrote and how you wrote it. Um, so may Allah bless you for it and, you know, provide barakah in all that you do, inshallah. Um, I have known Kusum for so long. <laughs> um, and I remember actually we met in 2015 and mashallah, I've seen her grow, um, mashallah, to be, to being a better Muslim man, a first time Muslim. <laughs> um, so, you know, ever since we met in I3, it's always been something, um, I've always looked, actually looked up to you, mashallah. So, man, you've been an amazing friend and sister. And that kind of, it just reminds me, to be honest, like your book, you're right, it does talk about the topic, which is seeking perfectionism um, that we're going to be talking about today. It's a huge, I think, problem that people don't necessarily think they have. And until it kind of hits them in the face one day and they kind of feel like they've hit rock bottom which I guess people tend to feel every now and then. Um, and then that's when they find out, oh, wait, guess what? I'm a perfectionist and I need to kind of lower my expectations. So I kind of want to ask you, like, what, what do you think basically perfectionism is? And uh, maybe talk about it, you know, like a little bit. Yeah. 
I don't know, like, you know, the more and more I talk to ladies around the world, I don't know where this, this notion of they have to be perfect is coming from. And actually, no, I take that back. I do know where it's coming from, but I just, I just wonder, you know, why everyone is struggling with it so much. And I really do think it has to do a lot with societal standards. We've started to place our kind of things that we want to do on the societal standards around us. And, and, you know, if you know anything about societal standards, like you can't really meet them. You're either too tall or too short. You're too dark. You're too light. You're too this, you're too that. So you're always too something. And so because you're, you're never going to be able to please society, I find that women are always unhappy. Like they're always unhappy when you're trying to please other people or just please society. And, and a lot of times, Lena, like I find that it happens um, subconsciously. It, like no one goes around saying, okay, you know, today I'm going to be a perfectionist, but uh, it happens subconsciously and it's the pressure from society and us not being able to reflect on what our goals actually are. And then we fall into that trap of, all right, I have to just please every other person on the street and then you realize like you can't really please them. So yeah, to answer that question, I think it really does start and stem from societal standards, trying to meet them. What do you think? Absolutely. Oh my God. Um, I'm like this actually. Oh my God. I'm such a huge perfectionist. And I, it honestly, can I, okay. I just want to put this out there. It hurts you more than it helps you. I'm just going to say that because part of the perfectionism, yes, is to comply with style standards whether it's even just even like your own family, right? I know a lot of women tend to feel like they have to, you know, please everybody in their family and try to meet up to the standards of their parents or their husband or their in-laws or whatever it is. And it just gets so stressful. There's so much pressure being put on you. And honestly, it's all for the wrong reason. Um, This idea honestly has to come with a bunch of other factors that come into play, like things like the core ideology of a person like what do they actually believe in and how do they believe in it when we give so much um i would say maybe power to humans they end up having more influence on you but we tend to forget that the power and the perfection does not come from humans no one can be perfect so uh what kind of standard are you trying to really get at here considering if the people that you're trying to impress are not perfect themselves then what are you trying to be? Yeah. Like no one really understands perfectionism because you don't actually know perfection. You don't see it. There's no one perfect here, but we do know who is perfect. And so we tend to forget who that is, which is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And, you know, this is who we need to impress. We are here put on this earth to impress Allah. We are not here to impress man or woman. Yeah. Okay. And it's just, it baffles me. I mean, it, it comes, I think, from a lot of other, it stems from a lot of other issues as well. I, I feel like psychological and emotional issues, like, um, but it also actually adds to them. Like for me, I found that I got really depressed, by the way, the more yeah. I tried to get to a certain standard. And I mean, I'm not the psychologist here. So you tell me, tell me what you think about that. Like those other I guess maybe like mental health issues that women tend to kind of gain when they try to set a certain like limit on their, on themselves. Yeah. You know, I'm going to share something so personal because um, I think the more you share personal stuff, it connects with other people. So I, you know, I was in high school and I've always been a sensitive person. 
um, you know, just, you know, just sensitive and empathetic and sympathetic and, and all of those things. And all throughout, like when I was younger and, and growing up and in high school, I always got told, you know, you're so naive, you're so stupid, you're so innocent. And, you know, like, you know, these kind of things and, and Mm -hmm. always made me feel I was just not, um, good enough because of these natural traits that I have. And believe it or not, it really made me even contemplate ending my life. Like, you know, I don't think I'd ever go down that route, but just even having the thought of ending your life because you feel like you're not good enough. Right. And so that was like me in high school. It was, I was a, it was really, really hard to kind of accept myself and, and accept the traits that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given me. And then when I got to university, you know, university, you get to, you know, explore your identity. And then I started getting closer to Islam and I started kind of identifying as a Muslim, a practicing Muslim woman. But then I also realized that, you know what, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given all of us amazing qualities. And, and, you know, it it was that it was then that I kind of just told the world to back off. Um, And I use that to leverage all my relationships. And believe it or not, the reason I'm able to do the work that I do today, like counseling and coaching is not easy. Listening to other people's problems and and showing them empathy, showing them sympathy. And even my relationships, like when I realized that, you know, I have amazing friends and family and people around me, I think it's because of this trait of me being able to own up to my sensitivity or, you know, empathy, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so I really stopped kind of caring what other people are going to say because they're just going to make you go crazy. You know, you're never going to be able to please them. And then, you know, when I started realizing that, okay, Allah gave me this quality, I have to leverage it in society. And as long as I'm not doing anything that goes against um, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's will, then, you know, there's nothing wrong in being sensitive. And I think there's just such a stigma around, like, you're just never good enough. I have a war with the world. <laughs> If you want, you know, like you just, you're never good enough for people and they're always going to put you down. And if you let them, then definitely things like ending your life or depression and, and all of these things come out. And especially when Allah is not in the equation, you can imagine it's, it's just like a hundred times worse. So yeah, I'm curious actually to know, do you have any personal situations um, as well where you felt like, yeah, you know what? I need to not have all these like idea of perfectionism and societal standards yeah absolutely and before I continue I just want to say like girl honestly that was really like heartwarming and um subhanallah like may Allah bless you and it just it hurt me like when you when you said what you said like in a way that like honestly I just want to give you a virtual hug (laughs) I'm like yeah you know I I I've never spoken about ending my life. Like, you know, like think, like thinking about it. Um, But I'm like, you know what? A lot of people are going through the same, same thought. So why, why hide from it? So thank you for acknowledging it. (laughs) And no, no. And thank you for sharing. Like that is really tough. Listen, like for everyone else who's listening out here, like out there, honestly, it is so hard to admit something about yourself that, that, is so personal to you something that even if it is just a thought or a feeling it honestly it just it it hurts it hurts to even try to admit it and i just 
want to say like may Allah bless you for that because what you're doing is you're sharing and inshallah people actually benefit and try to say okay well i'm okay with being vulnerable too and they can share their stuff and i will also share mine as well actually you really um attempted me to, to tell a story that i guess has been an emotional thing for me um i remember like i i had a massive breakdown <laughs> as well actually I'm very similar to you in the sense that I was also always told I'm so naive, even till this day, because I'm so sensitive and uh, so emotional. And I always tried to be, you know, that nice person. It's okay. I'm still going to be sympathetic and empathetic and all that stuff. Uh, I don't care. I tried to be as strong as I could when I was younger, um, even though I used to get bullied a lot. Um, and I let all of it go because I was so excited to go into university. And I always had at least something inside me saying, well, okay, and, and this sounds really conceited, but I always like had good grades. So I was like, okay, now at least I have, you know, I'm, I'm educated and I can start getting to becoming a doctor, for example. Um, that was kind of what I wanted to be. And the day that I got rejected from medical school yeah. was a very hard day, yeah. let alone kind of it spiraled the rest of my years in the future for undergrad because I stopped trying as hard and it wasn't necessarily just out of the fact that, oh, okay, like I want to try something else. No, it was actually because I was lost Yeah. because I was like, okay, now it turns out I'm not good enough for this. And I realized that I was struggling a whole lot more now in my grades as well. And I was like, okay, well, what do I have? You know? And I also got like very depressed, unfortunately. And the loneliness also really added to that, but yeah. it was just this idea where, okay, well, now what do I do? Because my parents always assumed I'm going to go into medical school. And I have, that's what I thought of myself as, as this person who was going to go into medical school and becoming a doctor. And it wasn't until like a year or so, or maybe two years after where I finally started becoming a little bit more practicing. And then when I found Honestly, when I found real Islam, like true Islam, that's when it really hit me because I also used to think certain things, I guess, but more along the side of, I just want to leave. I just want to leave people. I want to leave everybody here. I would always want to try and get away. And I kept trying to run away. And every time, honestly, even, even the idea is, okay, let me just get married. I just want, I just don't want to be around people anymore. I can't do this anymore the same people I want to be around someone new because then maybe that will get me out of this whole okay I failed at this image and I couldn't understand why I wasn't like there I couldn't understand why why were these things happening to me and when I finally became more practicing I realized you know I didn't have Allah's content in my equation as well and not only that but I realized that these things happen for a reason and it's okay it's okay to fail and it's okay not to be perfect. And it's okay to be, you know, something different than what you planned. It's okay that your plan doesn't go the way that it, it, you wanted it to. It's fine. Um, and it was hard. It was really, really hard. Honestly. Um, I gave up on so many things. I quit so many things because I just, I stopped. I stopped caring about the world the way that I did. And then afterwards, finally, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided me to the fact that, okay, now I realize that I have a deeper uh, reason to continue. Yeah. So, um, 
I guess that's my story. Paola, thank you so much for sharing that because I know a lot of people have that same pressure. Um, you notice I use the word pressure because that's what you were feeling, right? Like that pressure of not having done something that other people wanted you to do. So, um, you know, thank you for being vulnerable. And I think it's that pressure that really is bogging people down. Like, you know, let's think about the issues that women face when it comes to pressure. Okay. You're 25 and you're not married pressure. You're this, you know, you're this years old and you don't have a child pressure. You have your first child. You don't have your second pressure, you know, (laughs) always like this pressure. And, and I think that we just need to help women understand how to healthily deal with that pressure. Um, so, I mean, I don't know, because like, I, I feel like every step of my life I've had to go against societal norms. Like, I don't know if people know I'm married, I'm Pakistani and I'm married to someone who's not from Pakistan. You know, he's black, like he's African. And so if you're from Pakistan, you know, that's like a big, whoa, like, I can't believe she, she did that. And so when I married him, like, definitely it was going against societal norms. And I think the way that I just dealt with it was just realizing, okay, well, I'm here to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I'm not here to please people. And you can't ever please people. And you know, like, it's so interesting. I've actually realized this more now um, because I'm actually, I'm, I'm pregnant and I'm due soon. Like, I'm, I have a couple of more weeks to go. And I just realized like the advice you get from people is like, oh, you know, take epidural. If you take up, if you don't take epidural, then you're this, this, and this. If you take epidural, then you're this, this, and this. If you breastfeed your child, then you're this, this, and this. If you don't breastfeed your child, you're this, this, and this. And I've been telling my husband, I'm like, you know, I'm feeling so much pressure. That word coming up, that pressure from people. And I just don't know. Um, not that I don't know. I just, I wish that it would stop for people because if you don't know how to cope with it and you don't have Islam by your side to cope with it, definitely it's going to take you uh, downhill. And if you look at like the rates and, and everything around, like suicide rates are going up, depression rates are going up, um, people leaving Islam, atheism is on a rise, right? And I really think that it's because people don't know how to deal with this this pressure because you can't stop society. Society is always going to put pressure on you. Even the time of the Prophet ﷺ, like he had so much pressure on him too, right? So how would you like, like, how would you say women should deal with this pressure then? How should they deal with people putting those standards on them and how should they combat it? Well, okay. um... It's hard, I know. The real, yeah, honestly, the real thing that people, that women need to understand is that they are not here to please others. They are here to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when you're trying to please Allah, the best part of it is that Allah doesn't care if you're black, white, this or that, or you're um, this, you know, you have this degree or you have this size or you've gotten married at this. No, he sets you up the way you are. And he sets your, his plan is better than yours. And he already made that plan for you. And whatever it is, will be khair. Um, And when you're getting that pressure, you need to learn to honestly, just for me, how I deal with it, is I remember at that moment that whatever they're saying, someone else will be able to say the opposite. Exactly. And 
you need to honestly stay neutral, <laughs> stay neutral in your like feelings. I mean, so that you can say to yourself, okay, I usually normally say, I calm myself down because usually I get really like stressed and anxiety ridden. <laughs> and then I will either go pray or do to if I can, like sunnah, you know, prayers. And then I honestly just basically reflect. I reflect, I reflect on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put me in this situation and it's okay. Yeah. Whatever happens will happen. I have to try my best by actually going and doing the research on whatever I want to choose in the end. It's my choice. Allah gave me the choice and let me choose what will please him yeah. because that will actually give me something in the end. I will actually have some kind of reward in the end from that. Whereas when I try to please people, mm -hmm. I will not be rewarded by them just because they're satisfied doesn't really give me any reason to be satisfied. Yeah. Just because they're happy that, oh, I'm finally doing something that they want doesn't mean anything. Yeah. It's not about me. It's not about them, but it's also not about me. You have to remember it's all about Allah's Pantada in the end. Your life should be centered around Allah's Pantada. So the way that you make your choices in life, they should not be about what you want or about what someone else wants. It's about what Allah wants. Yeah. So if Allah Pantada doesn't like something or something is haram, okay, khalas, you're going to be away from it. Yeah. If, if he says that, uh, this is Mubah and you have a choice in it. Okay. Choose what you honestly choose, whatever, you know, might be easier for you at the time, or maybe what is best for you based on the research of the, the, the that you do, you know, when you read about things, but that's fine. You choose based on what you think is right. And you do a sikhara and you leave it up to Allah because that's what all you can do. You can't do anything else. So then when you really reflect on that and you remember that, okay, Honestly, do you want to know what I get? Because I got, I got recently married. It's been six months now, alhamdulillah. And now I've been getting, oh, from, you know, all those like aunties and stuff, like ah. you're not pregnant yet. Yeah. <laughs> you're not pregnant yet. And I'm just like, okay, you know what? And they ask me, why aren't you pregnant yet? As if it's something that you just control. Like you just say, okay, I'm going to be pregnant tomorrow. That's it. Yeah. And then, <laughs> so I normally say to them, well, whatever Allah's pants out of wants will happen. So when I, when he wants me to get pregnant, I will get pregnant. If he doesn't want me to get pregnant, I will not get pregnant. And that is literally my response to them. I remind them of Allah because then it also not just reduces the pressure off you, but reminds them to stop putting on the pressure. Yeah. I think that's my best like suggestion. It's very vague. I don't know if that really helps. It's good. I'm so glad that you're able to be bold because like sometimes you need to shut the aunties up. <laughs> oh, yeah. So hard, you know. Um, you know something profound that actually I was I was speaking to Sheikh Osta a long time ago, and and he kind of was talking to me about this, um, just as a concept to learn for all people, I think. And it was so profound, and I think it really shook me to the core. And I think it has it has a lot to do with this idea of um, you know, just trying to be special, like. It, it comes from the root of trying to be a perfectionist, right? Like, because when you're trying to be a perfectionist, you're trying to be better than, you're trying to stand out. You're trying to just, you know, if you're, if you're doing it for not the right reasons. Um, and if you think about this whole notion of being special, that was the reason that Iblis was kicked out of Jannah. And, and that and he you know he explained the story because all Iblis wanted was just to be special he was like well I'm supposed to be special um you know why do I have to do this if I'm special and it was that quality of like arrogance of being better than someone else 
that um, you know he's he's doomed for life for eternity now. Yeah, and actually, yeah. I'm oh, sorry. Oh. No, I just want to add to that actually because something that um, I learned recently is like a question: Why exactly? Like, will it actually will it reduce from his good deeds if someone else is being you know given reward as well? Oh. So like, just because somebody else is like doing really well does that mean that you are not able to do well in any different way or even in the same way like are you are they really like hampering your goodness in any way they're not they're not they're not and that's a thing we need to stop comparing ourselves to others as well it's like you're comparing yourself to people that you're supposed to care about and love like sometimes sisters compare each other you know what I mean um like oh this person got married at this age so I have to get married at this age or this person had a baby at this age so I have to stop thinking about others think about yourself because you're going to regret that you didn't think about yourself enough by the way that oh what do I have to do to get better for the sake of Allah in your akhirah you're going to be regretting that if you all you thought was how am I going to be better than them how am I going to be better than them how am I going to be better than them it's not about being better than it's about being the best that you can be for Allah exactly for Allah's Pantana's sake of course yeah and it honestly reminds me of uh, you know the the difference between iman and ihsan yeah so in, the, in that hadith um in sahih muslim when someone asked uh, when said muslim asked jibril alayhi who they didn't know it was him but like is like inform me about iman and said muslim then answered um it, it is you it is that you believe in Allah and his angels and his books and his messengers and in the last day also in Qadr both in its good and its evil aspects he said you have spoken truly this was Jibreel in man form and then he said then inform me about Ihsan and said Muhammad answered him it is that you should serve Allah as though you could see him for though you cannot see him yet know that he sees you Ihsan is that betterness that we are trying to seek that is what we should be trying to aim for. Not perfectionism, but ihsan. Exactly. You know, I would like the tip that I was going to give was exactly that. You can't be perfect. Only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is perfect. Okay. We cannot be perfect. I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Anyone listening, you guys are not perfect. Right. And we have to be okay with being imperfect. And if you're trying to better yourself, there's nothing wrong with that because like, I don't want anyone to like, listen to this episode and, and, and go be like, well, okay, now I have to live a mediocre life because I can't be perfect. No, you're supposed to, like Lana said, um, be the best Muslim you can for the sake of Allah. You have to better yourself right? You have to become um, better in the eyes of Allah. You have to gain more taqwa. You have to reach that status. Um, but the standards have to be set by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And let me tell you, the standards that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sets are doable. They're going to be doable. They're going to be attainable. They're going to be, you know, things that you can put into action steps. Um, but, you know, if you try to do things that the society is telling you, you're, they're not, it's not doable. It's not doable to be tall and short at the same time and yeah of course not dark at the same time but if you do yeah. that Allah wants you to do like you know it, it you know maybe you can give some examples like pray uh you know increase your increase the khushu in your prayer if you're reading 10 pages of Quran read 20 pages of Quran these things are not only doable but they're also rewardable by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and if you can't do it Allah is still merciful and understanding, right? He's not going to 
hound you for, for not being able to read 20 pages of Quran um, and instead read 10 pages. But society will. People will. So I'm glad that you mentioned the thing about Ihsan. I think it's important. Absolutely. And you know what else? Yeah. Um, this idea of perfectionism, people tend to say, okay, well, perfectionism is a thing that people can see that it's going to be, there's a specific type of person that they look at and they're like, okay, that's it. Okay. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, okay, the best you that you can be is your absolute best, but it's different than other people. Yeah. And he's not going to, he's not going to, um, you know, give you anything that you wouldn't be able to handle. So absolutely everything that you are going to be able to do, it's going to be do sorry, everything that you can, they're going to, you're going to try and attempt to be better. It's doable. And remember that when you actually want guidance and you want change and you, and you um, have it sincerely in your heart, Allah will give it to you. He will never not give you guidance. We tend to forget that. It's like, you want to change? Do you actually want to be better? Sincerely, if you are making a dog for that, Allah will give it to you. Yeah. So those are things that we need to, we need to always remember. Like, it's not always about um, trying to attain a standard of perfection according to what humans can see and what they perceive from other people. Rather, it's, okay, well, if I'm trying my best, Allah knows I'm trying my best. Okay. And if he gives me more tests, it means that it just means I'm going to be now what? Trying even harder. And that's fine. He knows to where I can actually push myself. Yeah. And he pushes you in the right direction. Whereas others, they're not really like pushing you. They just keep stomping on you. That's the pressure. See, Allah doesn't put that kind of pressure on you. He pushes you forward and they try to push you down. Yeah. So that's, I think the difference there. And like, I'm glad that you mentioned that last part, the pushing, like we do need to push ourselves. Um, But again, it just goes back to doing it for Allah and not for people. And I think the last thing I want to say is, ladies, we get it. (laughs) We get the pressure of wanting to be perfect. We get the pressure of, you know, trying to meet societal standards. And um, the last thing, last tip that I would give is it's in your hands to stand up for yourself, right? So you have to take that first step. It's hard, and I know that it's hard. But until you don't take that step, no one else is going to take that step for you. So surround yourself by people that are going to uplift you. Um, You know, have some friends that are going to uplift you and take that step and try to step out of those those bounds that that society has set for you. And once you do that, you'll notice things around you starting to change and, and really connect with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to understand what your role and what your goals in life actually should be. So um, that's the last thing I'd want to say for all the ladies that are tuning in, inshallah. Jazakallah khair um, I'm just going to just remind everyone, keep remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and strive for ihsan, don't strive for perfectionism. Um, I'm just going to end there, inshallah, and ask everybody here um, who listened to our podcast today to like and share and subscribe um, to Rashad Muslim Podcast on Instagram, Facebook, um, all that stuff. And please, please, please send in your questions. We want to hear, we want to know what you guys want us to talk about. So um, communicate with us and inshallah, we'll see you guys next week for the next episode. Jazakallah khair, guys. And don't forget, you can always be a versatile Muslim. Thank you so much. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh, ladies.